This is analyzing the algorithm. It's all about Twitter, baby. Welcome to Analyzing the Algorithm. This is the greatest social media marketing podcast to ever grace your ears. I am your host, Jax Nilsson. This is my co-host, Ethan Peterson. Huh? The greatest. The best. I think that's true. Best of all time. Absolutely. There's no question. I don't think there's any anybody that rivals what we do. No, not even close. No, no. <laughs> and yeah, so if, if you are listening... Just know this you're witnessing history. Greatness. The greatest. Um, our socials are the analyzing the algorithm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, etc. We're going to be posting stuff there all the time. Fun stuff. You know, little snippets, interviews, yeah. whatnot. So go and follow us there. And if you want to send our uh, our cool socials to your friends, just be like Yo, look, Yo look, it's history in the making right here. Dope These guys are the greatest. Podcast, man. The greatest that ever did it. That's right. <laughs> uh, you could call us the... Oh, no. let's see. Then if I say a name, I was going to say LeBron, but like the Michael Who's, Jordan uh, LeBron of, of social who, media marketing. Who's the GOAT there? Whatever you think is the GOAT is what I think is the GOAT. So. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I got to see LeBron this weekend. That's so sick, dude. Yeah, so I, I you should up, give a little yeah give a little yeah I worked that. the I I was working as a production assistant during the All Star game, so it's here it was here in Salt Lake City, so not too far far away, and uh, yeah, it was, was a pretty sweet gig. It was pretty cool. We ended up um I I don't know if I was technically supposed to be there, but I had credentials, so I went in. I'd say you're supposed to, to be the, there to the stadium on Sunday, and and I got to work um, LeBron's press conference, um, got to see the game, and then afterwards we did post conference interviews, and that's so sick, dude. I saw like Giannis was literally like a foot away from me. He'll just walk past. I was like, he just tower over everyone, dude. He's huge. Like these people <laughs> are so massive. Big. It's crazy. Mad respect. It was it was fun. It's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, we'll actually talk about the All Star Game later in the episode. Yeah. Um, this week's episode is going to be pretty good. We've got a few news line, um, a lot of them to do with sports marketing, which will be our topic for the today for the day. Um, but yeah, we'll start off with Bing. There's some some things happening with their chatbot, which uh-huh. you're going to want to stick around for. Uh, the All Star Game had some. Not as uh, great, not not the best numbers, not the numbers they hoped for this year. Uh, the Super Bowl ads, which we haven't talked about yet, and then you know viewership there, and then we'll lead into social or sports marketing. Yeah, kind of what's going on there. What what's the deal? So yeah, let's start. I I'm looking at an article here about Bing and how. It's new and introducing all this AI chatbot to it, taking the chat GPT type software and and implementing it into a search. And I think that changes so much because everything we're doing is all this like you have to have your SEO, your search engine optimization. Everything is tailored so you can search and then go to another website. Right. But this like takes out that whole thing and it it becomes it becomes an answering engine so you have your AEO answering engine optimization hmm. and and yeah. I think that's totally going to change how we do marketing 
um, and how we we have our websites laid out so it actually pulls up the right answers and gives you more information or directs you to your website mm-hmm. rather than just a search engine that pulls up a million different ones. Right. I think we kind of talked about this last episode mm-hmm. a little bit, I think. Yeah. Um, but we're seeing a lot more of the effects coming from the AI right now, kind of how it works a little bit better. So it pulls information from like the top three articles that it searches. So it'll take your, your question and it'll kind of search different aspects of your question and then pull stuff from the answers mm-hmm. that it gets, the articles that it, that it reads. And honestly, that all depends on the algorithm that Bing runs on. So like I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about how it pulled up these random articles that no one had ever like from companies no one had ever heard from Hmm. because those were the top articles in bing which is which is interesting and it kind of goes back to should be dangerous nobody actually uses bing nobody likes true and there's kind of a reason for that because google um is reliable for yeah. Any search, yeah. you pull up, you search something and you're going to find within like the top five to 10 links are going to be exactly what you want. True. 90% of the time. I mean, obviously there's some, you know, looking and searching for difficult questions, but Google is really good at that. Now mm-hmm. Bing, on the other hand, it's now in like it's inhibiting its own AI because it sucks. Yeah. Because it doesn't have the data that it needs to pull from and it. Exactly. And so we're seeing some issues there. Um, so I, and that's the other thing is like when it does pull up information from those articles, those websites, it's not actually giving those websites any clicks. Yeah. Like it's not giving them any money by, by searching their website. Mm-hmm. And if you get the right answer that you want, you're not going to go to that. You're not going to go to it. Yeah. So it's like, gets rid of all those websites that like people make their money off of. Right. And what, I mean, we've mentioned it last, uh, last time a little bit was like what happens when these websites aren't funded by clicks anymore Mm -hmm. and there's not enough, they don't like nobody writes articles on the internet because they're not making money from it. So then the AI has nothing to search Mm. and then therefore like it's, it's kind of a, uh, it's a loop that yeah, just a, gets cut off. It's a doom circle that just kind of like spirals into the, you know, there's going to be nothing. But obviously that's not going to happen. It's just right now where we're at, mm-hmm. it's just looking to head in that direction, which yeah. needs a course correct. So how they need to find, they need to find a way to take the, like how Bing answers your question mm-hmm. and compensate the websites who actually provide that information. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's the thing is, yeah, in their, in their minds, like they're trying to cut costs there. So they're not going to want to pay these websites. Yeah. But the reason these websites make money from clicks is because advertisers are advertising on that webpage True. and people are going to that webpage, seeing the ad and those advertisers are paying for those views. Yeah. They're not paying for an AI to look at their ad. Yeah. They're paying for a human. And it just totally cuts that out. It does, which is really interesting. Yeah. It's just, you're going to have to find a whole new way to advertise. I I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. It, it's it's very early on, very early stages. True. Um, and actually, along with that, 
there's some uh, early growing pains with the AI. Uh-huh. <laughs> These last couple of weeks, we've been seeing um, people kind of playing around with it, trying to bypass the rules with, with their AI, and they're getting a lot of interesting answers. Some scary answers, too. Uh, a little bit. Like <laughs> uh, It was funny. I was listening to um, another podcast. It was The Verge, uh, and they were talking about these you know, these journalists are asking this quest, these questions to the AI and it's kind of responding as like a moody teenager. Uh-huh. Like every time it, it'll kind of devolve into, no, I'm right. You're wrong. And you know, you should respect me cause I'm being in, and it's like these <laughs> really strange responses. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like this one guy I saw, um, he was, he asked it about, um, going to see avatar. Like he asked it for, show times for the movie avatar 2 and it was like oh that movie uh comes out in december 15th of 2022 uh so it's not out yet and he's like yes it is it's 2023 and the 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 search was like no it's 20 it's this date of 22 you should go and check the date and it's like (laughs) usually your phone should have the correct date and he's like i'm looking at my phone it says 2023 and they're like and it said it was like you have a you might have a virus or you might have set your clock wrong. <laughs> you should double check that Just and like pranking this and guy. And it's totally gaslighting him, like completely gaslighting this guy about like <laughs> no, it's Just actually twenty two. Anyway, and so anyway, Microsoft's response to this was bring it back, pull back, and they've cut off all the creativity that the the bot has. Yeah. Um, but I have heard that they're they're gonna have like toggle switches later implementation as far as like how much creativity, how mm. much like just search you need, how much you know, and so it'll, you'll toggle some switches and hmm. be able to kind of fine tune what you want. That's good. What you're using, it and for. It'll, it'll start to become more of this. Like it creates this job of prompt generation. Yes. Yeah, where. If you're good at speaking to AI, then you're like very employable. Yeah. Because people need that. Yeah. No, like it's so new and people are like, like I had this the other day. I was working on um, this project and I was like, okay, we need this tagline um, for this charity event that we're running. And I was like, oh, like how about we plug it into ChatGPT? And they're like, I'm like, uh, okay, I don't think that'll work. But, and I did it and they're like, holy crap, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm like, it's, it's just this. Like, I've, I've just been researching this for a long time and I know a little bit what I'm doing here. And they're like, holy cow, yeah, like, let's let's use that. Let's use that. And they were so excited about it. Because at, but at first they were like, huh? Like, yeah. That's not going to do anything. Like, you're making a computer try to be creative? What? That's so crazy. And so it's 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 creating new jobs taking away different jobs it's it's really going to evolve how we advertise and market to people yeah and like you said that that's what people people are calling it prompt engineering mm-hmm. so prompt engineers are like they're they're um i i saw in the headlines like a couple months ago peop, companies were hiring prompt engineers for that very purpose yeah like, they are the expert to go to when you need a prompt for AI and it's crazy so cool it's a cool job like it's it's very interesting this is definitely there's opportunity here where there wasn't before um totally 
there's there's a lot of room for people who want to get involved in this space to go make some money out of it. And yeah. Learn these skills and be employable. It's so cool. It's so freaking cool. I just I love it. Um to kind of pivoting into mm-hmm. this All-Star weekend. Yeah. Um we did not they didn't get the numbers that they hoped for. NBA All-Star Game 2023 was least watched edition in history as ratings hit record low. That's that's crazy. I mean, I watched it, so I I I don't have a lot to say why I wouldn't watch it, but it's it's interesting to see that this world of sports is it's changing and no one's watching the All-Star Game where all their favorite players are playing against each other. Like Yeah. What's the deal there? Why why is it hitting record low? What do you think? I mean, so from being I was there at the stadium and obviously we weren't sitting anywhere great, but there were seats everywhere completely open. Hmm. Like I think that the NBA is drastically overvaluing this game hmm. and they they overvalued the tickets nobody could really afford. And you can see in some of these replays, obviously it didn't show a ton from like upper section whatever. But these seats were just open. Huh. Like, we just went and sat down in some empty seats, and nobody came the entire game. Really? And it's it's interesting, too, because it's, it's, it's a cool game. It's fun. They're kind of trying to innovate. Like, this year they had the draft happen right before the game. Like, they drafted the players as, like, live right before the game. So it was, like, kind of fun little banter between the, the – um, the uh whatever team lebron and Giannis, whatever and i mean it was cool to watch the problem was it's not an nba game yeah it's not like competitive like well i mean it's yeah like not at all they're kind of just out there just playing pickup there's zero stakes yeah not even like reputation yeah it's barely a game People are, it's kind of like you jog from one end of the court. Shoot in half court. Shoot, yeah, yeah, shoot whatever, dunk, or and then you kind of jog to the other side of the court, let the other team dunk, and then yeah, you go back. It's just, it was very lax, very, you know, just kind of some dudes playing some ball. Yeah, just, no, some, just some rich guys playing pickup. <laughs> yeah, really rich guys. It was like... And I think some of the players are kind of like trying to get MVP or, you know, mm-hmm. there's a few of the younger ones that are like, oh, I want to be, I want to get that, that award. But like you, there's no reason to actually play. Cause it, I mean, LeBron and Giannis were both out for a majority True. of the game because yeah. they injured, didn't want to get injured. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, there's not a whole ton of reason to watch. Yeah. And, and it's interesting that like, you think all these all these advertisers are paying all for uh, viewership on right. their ads on during the NBA All Star Game, and they're not getting the return that they expected because the viewership was so low. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's yeah. The the this article says um, they had an average combined two point two rating and four point five million users or viewers. And then last year it was three point one rating and six point two million, Dang. which is again low. But this year is 
drastically Sig- lower. Yeah, That's very a twenty nine percent drop. Yeah, in viewership. Yeah. So I think we're gonna see next year is gonna be, v- they're gonna have to pivot hard, um, or we're gonna see a lot of advertising dollars being spent and elsewhere. Just flop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It in this article, it's interesting. It says there's an outlier with it. The celebrity game actually saw an increase in viewers from. 1.23 million to 1.4 million on ESPN. That's funny. So it's like the NBA, all these all-stars that are actually playing are getting less viewers than the celebrity game. Well, I, I mean, uh, percentage-wise. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like those celebrities actually want to play. Like, yeah. They want to be there. This is the only game they're going to play in front of a crowd for yeah. you know however long. And they're actually trying to win. They are. They're going to fight for it a little bit. And they might suck. Yeah, but honestly, and that's more entertaining. Yeah, sometimes it is. I think I don't know. It's just this last game was just so nothing. Yeah, to me, what like sitting there watching it was fun. It was cool. Like Posty opened, which was so sick. sick. That was honestly the the highlight for me. Was (laughs) that's dope. Uh, We had the the halftime show was really cool. It was it was a bunch of you know African. artists that sang and yeah i, I saw that that's so cool all the artists but they were awesome like it was so good yeah but the game itself was just kind of like eh, a little lackluster old dudes running jogging across the court yeah i don't know i think there's gonna there's it just gonna makes some... you think how do you advertise in sports when they're losing viewership on things like that yeah. i don't know but it to to pivot a little bit then there's the super bowl right which had way more viewers this year record numbers record yeah mm-hmm. it was the what did we find the second I second most watched game ever highest in six years 113 million viewers yeah it's pretty big so why why is it different from the all-star game versus the super bowl game like they're supposed to be these huge games for people yeah i will i mean super bowl is kind of easy to to kind of what is the word like differentiate is uh-huh. it's an it's the game like that's, yeah that's the it's winner. like the cultural event of the year right it's the culmination of the entire football season everybody's there to watch their team or you know a team that beat their team win yeah a championship whereas the all-star game is just kind of a break for most nba true players. true so it's it it is it is quite different right it's just, I don't know. I, I, there's a lot more. I think it comes down to stakes. Mm. Like it's just, there's way more on the line for the Super Bowl, and there's literally nothing on the line for the All Star Game. Yeah, I I agree. I I think it just boils right down to that. And so putting it into the perspective of, of marketing, mm-hmm. you you want to pay your dollars to ads that are going to games with high stakes. Yeah. I guess sure. that's that's the insight that we get out of this. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you can probably calculate it down to, you know, ads for an LA Rams versus the, you know, the Chiefs is going to be a lot a lot costly, like a lot yeah. more costly. It's going to cost you a lot more to advertise there than it is to, you know, the <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the cat, well, I don't want to make any enemies, but a lower stakes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and and all these all these companies that run this stuff, they have that data, uh-huh. and they provide you with the prices that are fair to that yeah. game. 
Um, but still it makes you think as, as your business is trying to market to, to viewers and get this viewership, you have to be aware that it needs to be a high stakes game yeah. to get the most ROI. It's true. And I mean, it was interesting. The ads we saw this year, you know, speaking from those people paying the money yeah. to place their ads in the Super Bowl, it was expensive this year. It yeah. was it was an all time high of like it was like eight million dollars or something I for a thirty for a second 30 spot. Second. Yeah, it was crazy. That's crazy. So these ad these brands are spending millions of dollars just to put their ad there for not, thirty seconds. Yeah, that's not even the production cost, which yeah. is probably another few mil. Yeah, on top. So it's an expensive ad. Yeah, you're. You better hope that you're getting return on that. Uh huh. But as we saw this year, it was kind of lackluster. Yeah, they kind of kind of flopped, in my opinion. There were some fun ones. There was, yeah, there was a few that were all right, and I think there were a few that had some creative, uh, kind of interesting ideas, interesting insights behind them, um, kind of attention grabbers. As we saw with like Tubi. Yeah, that one was my favorite. I liked that one a lot. Yeah. I thought it was so cool. Like it was, it was when I saw it after I realized it was an ad. Um, by the way, we're talking about Tubi. If you didn't watch, go watch the ad right now. But during the Super Bowl, it looks like it's cut back to the game and there's, you know, some, some inner, uh, what is it? The host, commentators, the commentators, whatever. They were talking and then all of a sudden, it looks it like, like goes somebody to a, changed like an Apple channel. TV home screen. Yeah, like a like a, or a smart TV, a smart TV home screen, home screen yeah. with a bunch of apps, and then it like was scrolling down, and then it went to the Tubi ad, and it was like, that is so clever. Yeah, I looked, I was like, all right, Grandpa, give me back the remote. That's exactly. what I, that's what I was thinking. And so he was in charge. It's getting, it's grabbing your attention more than any other, because even if you're not even paying attention to anything at all. All of a sudden, you hear the noise cut out. Yeah, and you're like, "Who's changing? Who's changing the channel? What's going on?" And then all of a sudden, you realize, "Oh, oh, it's, it's an ad. It's an ad." <laughs> yeah, that was clever. So clever. Yeah, and then the conversation that happened afterwards, where people uh-huh. are kind of, you know, they happen to be recording at the time the ad came on. And their dad is like, who took the freaking remote? And yeah. he's freaking out and losing his mind. Then and you're getting a ton of third-party ad- free advertisements exactly. for all these people that are posting your video that went and it goes viral. And honestly, that's more that's more engaging and, it is. and more important than the ad itself. Like the the response to the ad is probably made them more money than the ad itself. Oh, uh, definitely. Definitely did. But it all comes down to that main idea where, you know, they were like, how do we grab these people's attention? Well, let's catch attention, <laughs> get a response. Yeah. If you can get a response from your ad that people are like, bro, did you see that ad? Uh-huh. That's where you're making money. Exactly. It, I just, I thought that was really clever. Um, we saw some letdowns mm-hmm. like Eminem. Yeah. That one I was like, what? <laughs> and it's funny because a lot of these brands, they'll, they'll, They'll talk up big game right before and they'll be like, oh, we're doing this crazy advertisement or we're going to do this crazy, you know, something's going to happen. And then you watch the ad and it's like, what? Yeah. Like they they got rid of their Eminem mascots or whatever. And then they like made it. I don't I don't even know what it was supposed to be. Like, I don't. 
Yeah. It was just like clam, candy covered clam shells. It was like a joke. It was just confusing. Was and like, everybody what? was kind of like, I guess it's whatever. But, you know, I don't know. It, it's things like that that you're kind of, you kind of wish there was a little something behind yeah. it. Um, on USA Today, their rating for the top Super Bowl ad was the Farmer's Dog Forever mm-hmm. ad, where they're like, the dog is making a mess or whatever, and then they're like, oh, what kennel should we get? Mm-hmm. And then instead of the kennel, it's another dog. Mm-hmm. And that one was like an emotional, like pull at your heartstrings a little bit. That they was... rated that one really high. Really? Or wait, maybe it's the... That yeah, was... sorry. Was it that... This... Uh... Oh, I like that one too. Yeah. And we'll we'll tag this link in our description yeah, of yeah, these yeah. top ads. We cuz there were the two dog ones. There was that one where they got the new the other dog for the dog. Oh. And then I think the farmer's dog was like how like the insight was basically, you know, everybody wants more time with their dog. Mm. Oh, you're right. You're right. And I switched so was, that in my yeah, head. Yeah, so it was showing yeah, yeah, yeah. the it's... the kind of life of this dog and like the moments that it has with it, with its owner. And then they were just kind of like, you want more time with your dog, feed it the right stuff. Like yeah. we have the medication and food and what it was like very clever. Dude, dogs will get you. Yeah, dude. We're <laughs> my family where we were all watching the game and everybody's like, their dog's going to die. They're going to kill the dog. Like, cause that's like, you know, it's just I, like, Oh, I feel like that's the, that's the, like, <laughs> That's what a lot of ads do is they'll, like, rip your heart out. And yeah. you're just expecting, like, the dog to die. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it's not. But It's a happy ending. Yeah. <sighs> it's very interesting. Okay, so so we know that that things that catch your attention to get a response. Yes. And then dog commercials. Dogs. <laughs> Something, and, and I think the insight with that, like, going a little deeper, is something that, like, makes you feel something. Right. So this Tubi ad makes you feel like, what the heck? What's going on? Surprise, Catches you off guard. Yeah. Surprise. And then there's this emotional response from these dog ads that are like, wow. Like that made me feel something. Mm-hmm. And there was also the um, the the Jesus ad. <laughs> that too was also like, I was confused. I was like, what is this ad for? It was just everyone like violent and yelling at each other. And it was like, just turned it to he gets us love your enemies yeah that was an interesting one yeah i think but it's these ads that are emotional based mm-hmm. that for tend sure to perform well it's it's the ads that that bring you to a place where you you know you've thought that way or you've kind of you know ads where it's like showing a kid growing up or a kid you know battling with a with an issue and you, you feel for him yeah you're like you're in it with him you felt that way before you know exactly what's going on and then they tie in an advertisement that kind of you know maybe solves the problem or helps you with that issue yeah just this empathy mm-hmm. that just pulls it makes you feel something yeah definitely sells <laughs> those those are my favorite ads from like wow i i felt something right there i'm not just entertained to be entertained this is purposeful yeah it's not the what is it the puppy monkey baby yeah puppy monkey baby 
Puppy? Monkey? Baby. It's like <laughs> the Mountain Dew one. So nothing. <laughs> You're just like, what, what the heck? It's 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 bringing something out from you. I, I yeah, I totally agree. I think advertising that really kind of gets down to the core of yeah, you know, deep in the heartstrings. Yeah, and it's cool when these when these products or businesses that they have something purposeful driving what they're doing yeah like connecting to a fundraiser or or doing something that's meaningful i i love that stuff and i just it just shows me humanity a yeah. little bit and and yeah there's these these ads they're entertaining that they sell and it's great um but for me i connect most with those purposeful purpose-driven advertising i totally agree i mean I think honestly, for me, that's, that's a lot of times where I try to, you know, think about an advertisement or think about an idea, you know, some sort of insight and drawing on that emotion definitely is like, it's super impactful. It also is like, not as gross as like using sex to sell an ad, you know, it's like that works a lot of the times, but I feel it feels almost like gross to yeah. use that as as a cell which feels manipulative in a harmful way yeah well speaking of sex selling actually did you see the the ram electric ram oh commercial? yeah i actually thought that was it, it was kind of funny for my 12 year old boy humor I but <laughs> i honestly was laughing so hard i was like this is so when i realized it was actually about trucks i was like oh yeah. another ed commercial yeah not an ed ad <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> it's a truck. Dang, that's so funny. Because it was like, it's taking all of the issues people have with electric vehicles, you know, the long range, the, the discomfort. Like, this <laughs> so kind of, it was just funny. like turning it into something is so good. Yeah. Uh, I said that in my, in our ad class, one of our ad classes, because we were talking about the Super Bowl. And I was like, that commercial had me dying. And nobody was like, everybody was like, you're, you're so immature you're a freak yeah, like, <laughs> I, I was like nobody agreed with me and i was like guys it's honestly funny. Come that's on. hilarious okay it was a good idea uh, it, it it definitely yeah, brought out yeah, the 12 year old boy prima it's a premature electrification it's like so funny, so funny. it's such a good um it's so stupid funny. I mean, yeah, it's just I, dumb funny. I totally know it's dumb, but I love it's, it. It's like those those movies that you know are just like dumb, but yeah. they're hilarious. Yeah, good good stuff. <laughs> like the other guys. Yeah, that's one of my faves. I love the other guys. The other guys. Oh, we got Napoleon Dynamite. Any Will Ferrell movie, probably. Yeah, just about. There's a lot of those. <laughs> <clears throat> um. Yeah. So, kind of pivoting i mean what i mean we kind of got off track with the ads but we were going to talk a little bit about sports marketing today. yeah and and i think this this is a good segue into it where sports sports does such a good job or is such a good place to market because everybody watches live yeah right you're you're there it's in the moment everyone sees it and it, it's a live event because no one watches live tv anymore mm-hmm. um and and people would would time their their commercials because they wanted it in the primetime television but now it's different with streaming platforms and everything and it's totally evolving mm-hmm. but sports has stayed consistent where everyone is watching live yeah i mean 
literally every single every Super Bowl Sunday, people are sitting on their couches watching the TV. Yeah. Like no one has ever done. Like like this is it's become kind of the general mentality to just kind of stream it on your phone or, mm. you know, maybe stream it later on your TV. It, you know, if you watch an episode, it used to be like you would record the episode or whatever, but now you just stream it. And a lot of binge watching, like Netflix has kind of created this binge culture, but with live sports, um, specifically the Super Bowl, you get so many people sitting on their couches in tuned in and you have their direct watching. attention exactly yeah and it's it's not like anything that exists today like you yeah. like you mentioned these shows you know you might throw on a show stream it later but you'll just kind of keep it on in the background because mm-hmm. it's like not really that important you don't have to pay that much attention because you're going to get the main points or you might re-watch it later or you know you will read an article yeah. about it but you can't do that with sports. With like, sports, you have to. It, you you watch it live. That's just how it's done. Yeah. If you if you missed that if you missed last last night's game and all the guys are talking about it or all your friends are just chatting about it. Yeah. And you didn't see it live. Yeah. Man, you missed out. That's it's it. It's like, yeah, it's just, it's just this culture around it that increases live viewership. Yeah. And and with marketing to that, you can have the right timing you have locked in viewers and and sports marketing is definitely a huge way to advertise yeah and we've seen that i mean obviously with the super bowl we've seen that with other main events you know nba has a lot of viewership yeah um especially the finals you know you get you get these big games where everybody is watching and advertisers advertisers are willing to just throw money yeah, at these organizations to get a little piece of that viewership. Yeah, and I even think in sports live events as well. Oh yeah, like you think on the big screen, how many ads they throw up there? Yeah, and everyone is watching them. You know exactly how many people are watching your ad. It's not like a billboard where thousands of people are going to drive by and never pay attention, never go to your website. You you can't track that, but when you go have it at a live event, you know how many ticket sales there are. You know who's in those seats. You know people are seeing your ads. Yeah. And and you're going to get a better return on that. Yeah, exactly. The, the other thing, too, is you know who's on, in those seats. Yeah. It is a very, very specific target. Totally. That you can easily reach through yeah. these games and through sports and live entertainment. It's, you know, it, if you have a product that sells to these people – that is your number one goal is to be in the stadium where they're at. Yeah. And it's really, it's, it's one of the, it's such an interesting, you know, kind of dynamic that we've created where, you know, this is one of the only types of marketing that is so specific and so niched that like super unique, this is the only way to reach these people. Yeah. Well, not the only way, but like, it's a very, very good. It's, it's that lowest hanging fruit principle, right? Like you're going to pick the fruit that's lowest on the tree. And these people are that Mm -hmm. like you can direct it perfectly to them. It's just tailored and so easy. You just reach up and it's there. Yeah. And, and I think like when in, in advertising, that's what you're trying to do. You're Mm -hmm. trying to reach a, a broad amount of people that are going to continue down that funnel of going to your product yeah and the other thing too is it 
is these people already have a very strong attachment to, Mm -hmm. you know, their team and their fan base and, you know, the kind of things that their team uh, sponsors. And like we're seeing it more in college sports now where, you know, NIL Mm -hmm. has become a huge opportunity for a lot of businesses and a lot of players to endorse a product or promote something that they have been, you know, it's obviously they've been paid for, yeah. but it's something that, you know, your favorite player who's promoting a specific, you know, protein bar or yeah. shake or whatever, you're, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's my... Like, yeah, I, you're like, oh, I'll do that. I I'll, like that, too. I'll take it, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's these... It, it creates a connection that no other... Um, real like entity has yeah as far as scale wise like we see things with like marvel and you know fun movies and franchises like that and disney and you know you get a lot of this you get a lot of people who um feel very strongly towards these ip but with sports it's just so broad and so expansive you can you can there's so many opportunities yeah such a good way to raise awareness too. Mm -hmm. awareness campaigns like, oh, you want to get your product out there? Say you have some brand new protein bar, then give it to the quarterback of your local university and he's going to eat it in front of everyone, mm-hmm. right? That's how like Gatorade got, they they sponsor all this stuff. Every, you go to a game, there's Gatorade cups. There's a Gatorade cooler. Yeah. Everyone knows Gatorade. That's the thing is like from the beginning of time, these have been opportunities for the biggest brands to mm-hmm. blow up. Like, like, Nike and Under Armour, Adidas, like these, all of these brands were, you know, an athletic brand and they would use, you know, certain types of advertising before, but once they began sponsoring these players and kind of getting on the court, getting in front of people, it becomes a cultural icon. It became, and that's another thing. Like that was another ad was uh, the trailer for, I think it's air is what it's called. Yeah. The, the movie where it's, it's all about Nike picking up Michael Jordan yeah, and creating the brand around him. Yeah. With Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. Yeah. I, I think that too, like we're going to, we're going to create a shoe around a player and, and they had no idea that everyone's going to be wearing Jordans. It was, uh, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm excited to see the movie. It actually sounds kind of cool, but um, totally it's, it's such a bet. Like they took a bet on a player. They took a bet on this guy and in no other situation, that would never happen anywhere else. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't take a bet on one random dude from, you know, you know, just some guy that just like does something really well. You're not going to take a bet on, yeah. um, uh, I don't even know, like a spray paint artist in Brooklyn. It, it, not the same way that somebody is taking the opportunities from athletes. Yeah. Sports is totally different yeah totally so interesting it's it's kind of like we talked about well i mean from like from working in sports and sports marketing and you know we'd sports social media where i'd talk about like uh, i can do graphic design but you know why am i not getting paid like these players like i don't have the same nobody is giving me brand deals because i make cool graphics it's like yeah it's such an interesting culture that we've created around sports totally that provides so much of an opportunity that doesn't exist really anywhere else yeah it's it's so unique and and it's already such a huge market 
millions, billions of dollars in this market of sports. Yeah. And and it gets so much attention everywhere, everywhere. Every, sorry, excuse me. Anyone everywhere will say, oh, yeah, my favorite team is their local team. Yeah. Right. And if and if the brand is sponsoring that team, they know that brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's. It's it's a excuse the pun. It's a game changer, <laughs> right? Like it's 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 just something so different where it, it's a huge opportunity. Nice in yeah. sports marketing. No, it, it really is. Um, anyway, I I think I think sports marketing, like we've kind of mentioned, is just it. It's such a unique, um. In a unique form of marketing that that reaches such a broad audience, such a unique opportunity in so many ways. Like, there's definitely ways to risk it all and you know bet on one player and hope that he gets big. Or yeah, and you know you've seen that from brands that it, it's kind of failed. You know you've seen like some product lines don't sell like Jordans do. Actually, yeah. no product line yeah, really sells a- like Jordans do. That's a glitch. Yeah, it's just it's sometimes you strike gold and sometimes you're left empty-handed. Yeah, and, and that's it's kind a of risk how it factor. Works. Yeah, yeah. And, or you bet you freaking place an ad on the All-Star Game and nobody watches it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you might have paid millions of dollars for that ad and you did not get cares. a return. Yeah, it's so interesting. And um, anyway, that's kind of we work in sports marketing, mm-hmm. so we get kind of front row to a lot of these uh ideas and kind of seeing it from the behind the scenes it's very interesting to you know kind of understand the connection between sports and and advertising and marketing and so it's a crazy world yeah it's it's a different it's a different beast working in sports versus any other advertising yeah it really is and I mean, it's it's valuable, it's important, and if you do want to learn more about sports marketing, I totally look look it up. You know, you you can find podcasts that talk specifically about sports and sports marketing. Um, there's so many books. I mean, one I've read uh, Shoe Dog. I think uh-huh. everybody's read Shoe Dog. That's a really good one. It's about Nike and kind of how they came to be. And a lot of it was sports marketing. That was totally. literally how they became the brand that they are today is because they bet on these players and they, you know, they threw their shoe at a guy in the Olympics and he ended up winning gold. And it's like these things that slowly built their brand up and as sort of a winner's brand, mm-hmm. you know. And so um, there's definitely books out there. Do your research. But if you want easy access, stick around because we will always be talking about marketing. Yeah, it'll it'll come up. Sports is sports marketing <laughs> is part of our important. part of our life. It'll come up. So stay tuned. Stay tuned um, and uh, keep listening. You know, follow us on our social media again. Like I said, it's good stuff out there, man. We're posting good stuff. <laughs> We're the greatest that ever did it. The greatest. <laughs> the um, the well not the all-stars uh the yeah you don't want to be the all-star <laughs> uh, yeah one of the, yeah, the champions with the champs that's yeah. right um anyway stick around stay tuned analyzing the algorithm on everything and uh yeah I'm just excited to be here yeah 
Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. See you next week. Ciao.